Hi everyone, I'm John C. Morley, the host of the J. Moore Tech Talk Show and Inspirations for Your Life. Hey guys, it is John C. Morley here, serial entrepreneur, and of course, you know me as your podcast host and of course, your podcast coach. And uh, I do want to thank you for tuning in here tonight, just a few days away uh, before Goosey Night and also before the wonderful Halloween holiday that everyone uh, loves so much. Uh, for those of you that like candy and those of you that like to get scared or be scared, it's coming up next Tuesday. So we got a great show here for you tonight. But I want to share with you one thing. There's a QR code at the top right-hand corner of the screen. Uh, all you need to do is go ahead and grab uh, your smartphone. Very easy to do. And once you do that, just go ahead and launch, yes, um, your camera app. Point over the QR code like so. Go ahead and touch the yellow lips like this, and you'll get my link tree as easy as that. Now, if you're not watching me, but you're listening only, then go to BelieveMeAchieve.com for more of my amazing, inspiring creations. All right, guys. So let's get right into this show because I've got a lot to share with you. So this is, yes, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show, Series 2, second year. Oh, my gosh. We're almost in the third year. Show 43. Very grateful. And thank you so much for helping us grow. Uh, we have a brand new um audio podcast which we started not too long ago and already over a thousand downloads the show's been around for a while but we've rebranded the audio cast so uh, that's really getting some uh, views and i think we have almost close to a hundred positive reviews on apple so thank you thank you very very much and we have some great guests coming up as well so let's get into um what we're talking about tonight and that is hacktivists they claim they've stolen three thousand nato files and a second attack. So you might be saying, John, what is a hacktivist? So um, it's a person who gains unauthorized access to computer files or networks in order to further uh, impede uh, people by uh, monopolizing social or political ends. Um, in a simple term, um, they hack and they're about activism. And it's the act of hacking or breaking into a computer system for politically or socially motivated purposes. There, you have it. Now, um, people are saying, John, what, what is NATO? What is NATO? So some of you guys do not know what NATO is. So NATO uh, basically is an uh, international organization. It's the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. And... Um, the purpose is to guarantee the freedom and security of its members through political and military means. Uh, NATO promotes democratic values and enables members to consult and cooperate on defense 
and security-related issues to solve problems, build trust, and in the long run, prevent conflicts, right? All right. So um, the thing is, you know, with what's happening with NATO and, and these things like this, it's really crazy. Now, you might be saying, John, you know, why did they attack NATO? Well, so NATO allies went into Afghanistan after 9-11 terrorist attacks in the United States to ensure that the country would not again become a safe haven. And NATO, 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 <laughs> the purpose is to secure peace in Europe, to promote cooperation among its members, and to guard their freedom. All in the premise of countering the threat posed as the time of the Soviet Union. So um, it's causing a lot of issues and, as you can imagine, a lot of political challenges. And that's why they're being attacked. All right. Here's another a juicy tidbit, ladies and gentlemen. We've got, um, yes, we've got the former police officer who accessed 2,800 Rowan College emails. That's just like... I mean, that's just like insane. Um, he was a former cop. Uh, he was accused of hacking social media accounts to access, yes, women's nude photos, allegedly, they said. And they found uh, this victim through email accounts at a local school. Uh, and this is what the authorities had to bring in. Now, Aaron Taylor, a 22-year-old uh, guy of Delran, illegally, quote-unquote, accessed more than 2,800 email accounts at Rowan College at Burlington County. And this is all according to Burlington County Prosecutor's Office. Now, some of this activity occurred while he was on duty and sitting in his patrol car utilizing personal electronic devices. Uh, the Prosecutor's Office said Friday, uh, just recently, um, announcing 87 new charges against Taylor. So that is a big, big issue. And this was just last Friday, by the way, in the evening. Taylor um, was initially charged in October with targeting one woman and is now accused of hacking social media and email accounts of 18 additional victims. The prosecutor's office said, quote unquote, uh, Taylor in several instances um, basically um, distributed the woman's nude photos to people on their contact lists. And the investigation determined the commonality among all victims was that each one had a student email account at, yes, RCBC, uh, which the prosecutor did conclude. And the college has cooperated with the investigation, so everyone knows about that. And the school's president, Michael A. Siasse, uh, said that RCBC immediately strengthened network security upon the first report of the incident. Although there was no systematic failure of the college's technologies infrastructure, there's always opportunities to strengthen things. And individuals, um, I will tell you, with an RBC email account, um, were the ones that were victim of this whole uh, issue. Pretty amazing. And I know that you're probably saying, you know, this is kind of crazy. But, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I got to tell you, this is something that I believe um, could have been prevented. Uh, Taylor's attorney, Kenneth uh, Aida of Haddonfield, said, quote, I once again ask that people refrain from prejudging the case. Mr. Taylor is presumed innocent. So there are lots of um, statements and, and they say the evidence is going to shift. 
And they said, we have no further comment on the case at this time, and we'll be letting the matter play out in court. I'm very interested to see what happens in court. So the new complaints against Taylor allege the 28 counts of second-degree crimes that include computer criminal activity and distribution of child pornography. Well, that's just uh, like you're fried right there. Now, the child porn charges were brought because some of the photos allegedly distributed by Taylor showed the women when they were minors. The remaining 59 um, counts are third-degree charges that include elements of computer theft and other cyber-related crimes. The charges are only allegations, and Taylor has not been convicted at this moment. Yeah, well, the trial hasn't happened yet. Taylor was charged in October after an uh, Evisa woman told police that an unknown party had accessed nude photos on her Snapchat and Facebook pages. The hacker sent the photos to the woman's Facebook friends and posted them on her Facebook wall. A probable cause statement for Taylor's arrest in October said investigators and believe the case had numerous other victims. So I think uh, this is pretty serious. And Taylor became a full-time officer in Mount Laurel after graduating from the police academy in October 2021. He was suspended after his arrest, pending termination, and has since resigned from the department. That's interesting. If you're not guilty, why do you resign? I think that's uh, really, really um, a big, big uh, problem. I mean, it's, I mean, I think it's a huge, uh, huge problem. Um, I mean, that, that's what I have to tell you. Uh, it is a huge problem. And um, I will tell you that you're probably wondering, you know, like, why did this happen or how did this happen? And I think the issue is that it's not a how or a why, but I think it's a motive. Okay. And I know what you're probably saying, John, you know, this, this makes no sense, but it does make sense. It makes a lot of sense. And um, I don't know, ladies and gentlemen, I think a lot of people are going to embrace this whole world of, you know, what's going on. But my question is, what was his motive? Like, why did he uh, do this? And you might be saying that, you know, this is probably wrong, um, but it's the truth, ladies and gentlemen. It's absolutely um, the truth. And you, you might be saying to me, hey, John, how or how, why can this happen? And it can happen because people can have issues. Uh, they could be psychological issues, could be lots of issues. Um, and so we'll have to see how this plays out. I know you're probably saying, um, why? Uh, I think that's probably the biggest issue that a lot of people, you know, want to know. Why? Why would this happen? And I think it happens because um, a lot of people don't know. They don't know what's actually happening. You know, I think I think that's probably the biggest issue. Why? Why would this happen? And I know what you're probably saying to me. You know, there's got to be a connection somewhere. And there is. 
but I feel that uh, the fact that Taylor was taken to custody on the new charges, uh, you know, brought place to him. Um, I think that is that's a very, very big issue that we learned a while back. So, you know, when we think about this whole case and, and what happened and everything, even though this was a while ago, uh, the question is, you know, how does this stuff happen? You know, how do these things become part of our system? How do we protect ourselves? Right. And it's a it's a serious, serious issue. So we're going to definitely keep track of more stories. But I want to let you know about what happens in the past. That's really important. So diving into Halloween, my favorite scary AI tech for Halloween. So there are some great apps that will scare you out of your socks. What are they? Well, um, one of them is Dark Eye Remastered. It's one that a lot of people like. Uh, face your fears. They claim that a lot of these apps will not only scare you, but they'll probably make you cry. Halloween Trick or Treat and Night Terrors. There's also one more I want to share with you, and that is Pumpkin Sculptor VR. So VR gets into another thing of saying virtual reality. So we have augmented reality and virtual reality. So you're probably saying to me, John, what the heck is the difference between augmented reality and virtual reality? So augmented reality basically means um, that we use the world environment and the users control their presence. In virtual reality, it's completely virtual, okay? Um, and it's a synthesized world. And the system controls the presence of the players and the environment. So definitely pretty cool about what's happening there. Um, but, you know, when we think about virtual reality and the fact that anything could be generated or created at a moment's notice, like without even thinking or without even blinking a hat, I'm going to tell you that it is pretty cool uh, that this is ha happening. Um, I know that sounds weird. I know you're probably saying to me, John, this does not make sense. Um, I can tell you that uh, it's something that a lot of people don't quite get. They understand why it's happening. They understand the whole point of the puzzle. Um, and I think when we look at augmented reality and virtual reality, I mean, it sounds like a game, right? But it really has a way of immersing ourselves into an experience, 3D reality, right? So using augmented reality games and virtual reality games, it can bring a sense of liveliness, almost like an instant I'm there feeling, right? We always say you have to feel it first and then it happens second. All right, let's talk more about Halloween because I love, 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 love Halloween. All right, so another thing is, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, using, yes, LED and glow-in-the-dark elements to surprise people. One thing you can do is get some glow-in-the-dark paint, put it on some steps, you can put some LED lights around and all kinds of Halloween colors. 
you can make these um, lights be on permanently. You can have them cycle, lots of different things you can do. But I think when we realize now that you can use LED lights, they're not very expensive and they really have a powerful effect and they last a very long time. But I think when we can add that element of surprise through, um, you know, an LED, um, I think that has a big potential, right? And I know you're probably saying to me, John, well, how does that work? Well, a LED is a light emitting diode and it is very powerful because a lot of times they're very bright. They don't take a lot of energy and they can be stuck almost anywhere and they don't use a lot of power. So the wires are very small. A lot of times they'll they'll run off uh, batteries or they can run off a small little um, device that's plugged into your wall, but it's only emitting, let's say, you know, could be anywhere from nine to 12 volts, depending on what the LED is. So definitely something cool. And you might be asking, John, so how, how much uh, are Halloween uh, LEDs? Well, they don't cost very much. You can go on a lot of sites and get them anywhere from $18.99. You can even go to like your local um, pharmacy and pick up a pack of 70 uh Yes, uh, 70, uh, basically they're called RN70s is what they're called. And when you think about this, uh, I think this is pretty cool. Okay, you can go there very recently. You know what you can do? 70 count Halloween lights, right? All strung together, orange. But you can also get them even cheaper than $5.99. You can go to Home Depot and you can get orange lit mini incandescent Halloween string lights for only $2.98. I think that is just like the bomb. I think that is amazing. And I think it's got a lot of potential. A lot of potential. And you might be saying to me, John, you know, I don't quite get it. But I know that there's a lot that could happen. And when we can get creative with how our world works, I think that is amazing. Okay. I think that's what's amazing. And when we realize that there is so much potential in our life. So just using some LED lights and some, um, you know, um, glow in the dark elements. Uh, they'll really surprise people. And you're probably going to wonder, like, you know, how does this work? But, you know, you can just change bulbs if you don't want to go through that. You can even change your bulbs. If they're incandescent bulbs, you could do that. Um, and you can create some very eerie lighting effects. Um, and you could put them all around your holiday decorations. And these lights don't emit really any heat. I don't know if you know that. But LED lights um, don't emit heat. Um, the fixture uh, creates a very little or minimal heat dissipation uh, when it leads off. The LEDs only utilize about 20, 50% of the heat from the bulb. And an incandescent bulb uses 10% of electricity for light and 90% for heat. So LEDs only utilize 20, 50% of the heat from the bulb. That's not much. Uh, people say to me, why is it that LEDs do not 
emit heat. Infrared radiation produces um, different types of uh, the spectrum for heat. And it's the main reason why other bulbs become hot. And in fact, uh, be intentional in the some type of bulbs that you use, such as above a chicken coop, or uh, maybe you're using it in a place where, let's just say, um, heat would not go very well. It would probably cause a fire. So definitely get creative with going to the store and getting some LED lights. I think you're going to find that they're very inexpensive and that they're going to help really set the mood. All right, let's jump into something else that's really cool. Uh, why not add security and convenience for you uh, and you and your trick-or-treaters this Halloween? So how can you add convenience? So one thing you can do is you can add uh, smart locks, right? You can add things like ring doorbells and other types of doorbells. And when people ring the bell, um, you can get notified on your phone. It can uh, alert you in your home. Plus, it also adds the benefit of security because not only do you see them, but let's say you could turn it on so it's motion activated. So anytime somebody comes close to your door, they don't even have to ring the doorbell. You already know to get up. So that's helpful. But also, not just for Halloween, it's a great way to make sure whether it's on Goosey Night, etc., that your house is not going to be subject to any problems. And that video can always be downloaded. You can always send that off to the police or, you know, uh, bring that to a neighbor and say, you know, your son or daughter was doing this to me and I had them on video. Kind of hard to dispute a picture or a video of their of their kids, right? And uh, there's, oh, no, my kid would never do that. I understand they would never do that. However, in this picture, well, that's fake. Well, it's not fake. I mean, this, 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 this just came off my camera like 20 minutes ago. Well, there's no way. And then you go talk to the kid. He's like, yeah, I did do that. <laughs> so um, I think there's a lot going on, ladies and gentlemen, a lot. Um, you can use uh, a 3D printer, ladies and gentlemen, a 3D printer to create scary and fun props for Halloween decorations. So you can use programs like uh, Blender that are free. Your printer comes with a slicer that allows it to be created into a file that it can be um, given the instructions so they can print. And LED printers are interesting. If you've never played around with them, there is a little bit of a learning curve from loading in the filament to knowing they have to heat up to understanding there are tweaks in the software that you might have to play around with. So if you want to start getting set for Halloween, I recommend you get one of these and start playing around with it because it might take you a day or two before you actually get what you want. Now, you can go online and you can download lots of different things. And as long as you are not going to sell these things, that's the catch. You're not going to sell them. 3D Halloween uh, files to print, basically. You can Google something like that. And it could be a jack-o'-lantern. It could be a mask. It could be a pumpkin. Um, and you can even go to things like, you, know, you can go to sites like uh, printables. And so some are free and some you have to pay for. That's right. And so if you go to download something, like it says, some, some are free and some you have to pay for. And so when we think about, you know, this whole process, you could definitely do something like this. You're not selling it. But later on, if you want to get more involved, you could create your own um, uh, creation or sculpture or scary object or, you know, monster or what have you, or a cauldron or witch or, or whatever it is. So I think 3D printing is something that can really change your Halloween and make it more fun 
I remember as long as you don't sell these things or make a profit with them, then there's nothing wrong with downloading, you know, something from somebody's website that has a 3D file you can print with. I remember you can use any one of these files and then you just load it up into your program and then you slice it. And once you slice it, you're then ready to get a preview and then you can send it off to the printer. It'll tell you how long it's going to actually take. Now, remember when you have a 3D printer, it actually creates supports. So what's important is that when you make something with a 3D printer, that you check it within 10, 15 minutes. First of all, you want to check to make sure it's making the right number. Now, you might start with one, but you can also go ahead and scale by copying it and moving them around. And the other important thing is to make sure that when you create something, that it has a base that it's on the bottom. You can't put things in the air or it's going to get a lot of stringiness. So definitely do that. I think you guys are going to have a lot of fun uh, playing around with your 3D printer, not just for Halloween, but definitely do that and let me know. All right. So animatronics and robotics will scare your guests. Yeah, they'll knock more than their socks off. So you might say, where do I get a Halloween animatronic thing? So they're not very expensive. So you can get things online. Um, they have small ones uh, that are like uh, $50 and under. Uh, you can get large, uh, you know, like really, really large. I'm not talking about like just a couple feet. I'm talking about things that are like really, really big. They have fun flatables uh, that you can, you can get as well. Uh, a 10-foot towering reaper. Okay. Now, you're probably saying, but John, how much does that cost? Well, if you go to any of the major stores, you're going to pay anywhere from $500 to $360, roughly. And it's pretty cool because Halloween animatronics are really reshaping the way. You got things like pumpkin patch combos that are like $2,350 plus tax, right? And not only is the um scarecrow animated so are the pumpkins right uh you have a jack attack fright tronic you have a grizzly gourd uh you have a mutant uh you have a crazy Kristen. you have a jolt uh they're all weird things uh that are there and i find that a lot of people don't understand like what these things are uh I think people don't quite get it because when you make something lifelike, like an alien parasite or something that has motion, maybe a T-Rex, right? A T-Rex, in case you wanted one of those in your Halloween uh, repertoire, it'll just set you back $7,608 plus tax. Or maybe you just want to go for an evil tree. Well, that's uh, about $5,708. And if you want to get something that's the king of all, you can get a giant troll for $10,600. So these are just some ideas. Um, but... If you want to get the most expensive thing that you can actually get on the market, it's a sleeping giant. And that's uh, $14,750. So um, you might be saying, John, uh, what are the affordable animatronics? So you don't have to go for something that's going to take your lungs out. Uh, you can go to a store like I think like, you know, Spirit. One of my niggas called Spirit Halloween or something like that. And you can go there, and they have things that are just $40, $50. Uh, you can go to a party city, and they have an animatronic light-up zombie. Um, and I think that's like about $150. Um, 
So, you know, you don't have to go crazy. And the nice thing about this is that they can be used from year to year. Uh, you can even get things like, um, let's say, uh, uh, bones and skull in a, in a, uh, a can, uh, you know, like a 12, uh, 12 inch can, which is kind of small. Uh, you can get an animatronic uh, door knocker, which I actually have, which is pretty cool. And so they go on your door and uh, they say all kinds of scary things. And uh, you might be saying, I remember buying one of these a long time ago. And the thing that's neat about them is that I still have it. <laughs> An animatronic door knocker is like really, really cool. Um, the one that I got was like this really uh, very, um, it's like a talking pumpkin door knocker is basically, you know, what it is. And uh, it's it's pretty amazing. So I got this. I was at a store uh, a while back. I think it was Spirit Halloween. And um, it's a pumpkin. It's vinyl. It's plastic. It's about 12.99 inches in height, 6.68 in length. Um, it has a green set of light-up eyes, universal door hanger hook on the back. You can use with any of those common things you get, like the command hooks, etc. Um, it's only for indoor use, obviously. I want to use it anywhere else. But I think the thing that's cool about this is the type of things that it says. Um, and, and I think what's really cool about the, the talking pumpkin door knocker is that, first of all, it's under 50 bucks. So they've upped the phrase a little bit. These are some of the phrases that they use now. And I quote, according to, uh, this is according to uh, one of the manufacturers uh, that makes uh, the uh, talking pumpkin door knocker. It was actually put up by Spirit Halloween. And one of the phrases they say is, hanging on this door takes a lot of guts. Mine were scooped out to make a pie. Now I think I'll take yours. <laughs> Another one. Oh, good. The appetizers have arrived. <laughs> you can knock all you want, but the bell is inside my mouth. I dare you to ring it. <laughs> they say you are what you eat. I must be a big orange ball of fingertips. <laughs> uh, I think mine said something like uh, trick or treat. Uh, trick, you say trick, I say treat. And I'll carve, uh, you say something like, yeah, yes, yes, you you say trick, um, I say treat. And now I'll carve you for my treat. <laughs> something like that. Uh, another one was like, you know, you must be out of your gourd if you think you're getting candy here. And so what's really cool about this is that every time somebody would be close to my door, it would operate by sound, not motion, but it was operate by sound. Some of the new ones even work by motion. So if you were walking very quietly, be fine. But if you made any kind of noise, it would just kind of like really scare you. Um, whenever I get trick or treaters, like oh my, like they're like they like petrified with it. So why not invest in the animatronic under a hundred bucks? And uh, I still have the same batteries from like six or seven years ago. So that's pretty cool. All right. Another thing that you can do for this Halloween is to invest in an image image projection because it's been used in haunted mansions to scare people for years. So you can actually um, buy an image. It's called basically a Halloween uh, Halloween image projector. So there's a couple 
ways you can do this. Um, one way you can do it is to understand that um, you can buy these things very expensively. Like they have one that literally has a holographic rear projection and it just has one image of a ghost. It's like, uh, it's, it's basically a, a mounting hardware for projecting a Halloween. And basically you just put this up. It's like 30 or $40. And that's one thing you can do. They have a Halloween projector uh, light, which is kind of cool because um, it has uh, these different things. You have a Halloween projector, you have uh, Christmas, you have HD cartoons, uh, remote control. And it has things like an on and off button. You can go, uh, you can stop it, you can go slower, you can go faster. You can, um, you know, tell it to go to sleep after so much period of time. And it's a small little light, and um, you're talking about something that is literally going to be like $30.99. If you go to get the, they have a couple models. There's one model here that's basic, but if you get the one for a dollar more, it's IP44 waterproof. So you probably asked me, John, what is, and I'll tell you, what is IP44 waterproof? So IP44 waterproof is a rating that indicates the product is splash proof. It's considered safe to use IP44 products in a dryer or more sheltered areas where they may be frequently exposed to moisture, either indoors or outdoors, but they're not uh, supposed to be subject to rain of any kind like that. So these are just some ideas of what you can do. Now, if you want to go crazy, you can get a Halloween image projector to connect to your PC. Um, and again, they have lots of ones. So you can buy like a... a a standard 1080p projector it's not very expensive because again it doesn't have a lot uh it basically has connection to netflix if you have an account hulu hbo youtube prime video and um this is pretty neat because you can take something from your computer and you can project it on uh, plus it has the built-in connection it has built-in wi-fi and they're about 120 bucks and you can project all kinds of things uh, on your window or what have you. It's great for outdoor uh, parties by the pool, right? So pretty cool, uh, these type of things. And you can get like a, a basically a, a projector screen with a stand, um, which is a 100-inch portable, which is under 60 bucks. Uh, you can even get a projector scan for like $34. Um, they have an HDMI cable uh, reel where you can spool up the cable very quickly and easily. So you don't have to spend hours doing that for under $57. So there's a lot of stuff um, that can be done. So you might be asking me, John, what is the best uh, projector for Halloween? Well, uh, when we say best, you can spend $100,000 on SRX. Uh, and that's a digital projector for industrial visualization and simulation applications. A little bit overkill, I think. For Halloween, yeah. Uh, you can get a Halloween outdoor projector for under 50 bucks. That's 7,500 lumens. I think that is pretty amazing. And... It's neat all the things you can do. Um, like I said, you can do the things that are lights. Uh, 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 
you can get projectors, so they're more than Halloween. Uh, I like the one that allows you to broadcast anything that's on your computer. I think that's really cool. But sometimes people just want to get like they want to get something like the Reaper Brothers spooky Halloween uh, Hallusion uh, uh, decoration kit. And so it has uh, includes eight Atmos FX video effects for Halloween. And you're paying basically because of the name. Um, it has a 1280 by 720 resolution and a uh, very small device. It's like 5.5 feet by 9 feet. You can use any TV mod or projector to show off anything animated, entertaining, digital decorations on your window and walls or on props in the yard and, and elsewhere. So it's very similar to the other projectors, but you're paying for the name and you're paying because you know why? You're paying because it is um, small. That's what you're paying for. It has a power plug, USB plug, HDMI, and AV, but it does not have Wi-Fi. So why would you spend money on something that's two, three hundred dollars when you can get something with Wi-Fi for under a hundred bucks? I mean, that's like a no-brainer to me. Uh, I like the outdoor lights. I think they're they're really cool. You can get outdoor lights uh, that are really neat with different kinds of effects to create all kinds of spooky uh, Halloween things. You can even do astronomy with it. But you can get all kinds of Wi-Fi projectors. And you can get high-end Wi-Fi projectors, uh, like something that has a, a 1080p 5G. You could start getting something like that for under 300 bucks. Okay? And uh, you're talking about 5G, 2.4G. Um, that's pretty much what they're, they're specking right now. But I think these are really cool things. Some of them even have the sound, so they'll have a sound ability to take that route. So these are really cool things, ladies and gentlemen. And I think as we progress into things, whether it's Christmas, whether it's Halloween, whether it's New Year's, it's neat when you can create an environment. Maybe have a party, have people over, and just you know use one of these projectors to create a really cool effect, and you've got it all the time. If you got a fog machine, you can always do that too. I have a Chave fog machine, and uh, those are pretty cool, but they are a little bit of work. Um, Chave uh, fog uh, machines are—they're um, pretty cool. Um, a Chave fog machine, you'll pay anywhere from $129 up to about $250. Um, I like the Chave uh, DJ. Uh, why? Because it's made a little bit better. And uh, it just has a better construction. They do have a minimal version. Um, and it's pretty cool. Like you can get a basic Chave Hurricane for, I believe you can get something like that for under 150 bucks. That's still a good machine. And it's wireless, right? With the wi with a wireless uh, remote. So I think I think that's a pretty um, a pretty cool thing. And, you know, basically you have your remote um, and, you know, you have the remote, um, you have your uh, fog, you have your fuse. Now they say remote, but it's really not wireless. It's wired remote. You put your solution in there that does the fog mixture and um, lots of different features. You can operate the machine from a distance using the included wired or they claim you can add a wireless. So you can add the wireless later, but it's not included. That's where the. That's where the kicker uh, comes in. You really don't want to be right on top of the machine when you're when you're operating it. And Chave DJ high density fog machine fluids, roughly around thirty to forty dollars. Um, 
you know, so I think that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, you know, you can do all these things and these are all great things, ladies and gentlemen, to have for Halloween. Now you might be asking me, so they have things like you have more dense fog, you have quick fade fog, you have standard fog. I think I just got the standard fog. Uh, you might be asking me, John, how much fog does, um, let's say a gallon of Chauvet uh, fog fluid make? Hey, yo, that'd be a very good question to ask. Um, the using your measuring cup or scale, measuring out the ingredients according to ratios, it's a one part glycerin, three parts uh, propylene glycol, and eight parts distilled water. That's what uh, they claim is in it. Uh, so how long does a gallon of fog, they call it juice, it's really the, the liquid, last? So one fog juice gallon should last for around four evenings of up to 20 hours of use. So again, it's best to buy good, high-quality fog uh, so you don't damage your machine. So there are lots of different things. You can get fog juice with uh, different colors. You can get an orange uh, party fog, which I think is really, really cool. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of different things that you can do. And I will tell you um, that it's amazing. Okay. Um, it, it's amazing that you can create all these effects. And uh, I think that when you understand that, you know, you need to be creative with things, right? You need to be creative. And by being creative, I feel that you're going to appreciate things. Now, you might be asking me, John, why is it that something goes a certain way? Um, and I think when we do something that the mind doesn't expect, it gets us excited. All right. I could talk about that all night. Why not create some eerie sounds at Halloween? Okay. And so you might be asking me, John, how do you make eerie sounds at Halloween? Well, people say, oh, I could just download eerie sounds, but how do you make your own Halloween sounds? Well, um, I'll call them spooky sounds. Okay. Um, you can record ghostly footsteps by knocking heels of your shoes together. You can snap parrots or celery sticks to pretend it was breaking bones, pop balloons or slam doors for sudden loud surprises, creepy moans and sounds are even scarier when echoed through paper towel tubes or even PVC tubing because it changes the resonance of the frequency. And that really can uh, get people spooked out. Uh, so what makes things spooky? As I said to you, it is the frequency. Uh, the pitch or tone of a sound. A higher frequency sound is high in pitch and sometimes squeakier shrills and lower frequency sounds are tones that rumble a drone um, or cannot be heard at all. Um, so these are pretty cool sounds, but how do you make your own Halloween creepy, let's say scary sounds? And I think one of my favorites uh, is you can um, 
you can actually, well, here's an interesting one. If you want to make uh, the sound of, um, let's say, uh, a blood sound, you can squeeze a water-soaked leather car chamois. Chamois, uh, chamois actually. Chamois is the is a chamois, uh, which creates some great sounds for gushing. Um, horror sounds can be made with lots of different things from instruments, right? You can also take a cup and you could take string and you could put um, a paper clip on one end and you could ride up and down the string. You could also take a, with your finger, you could take um, a saw and you could kind of play with the saw being careful. Maybe you want to file down the edges first. Um, so I think there's a lot of things you can do to make Halloween you know, sounds. Uh, of course, you can, you know, you can uh, build a circuit board to make Halloween sounds uh, and link it to a motion detector, right? Um, but I think when we think about spooky sounds, it comes down to a curiosity. So you make the spooky noisemaker, like I told you, with the little, little string and the paper clip on the one side, that works really well. Um, you can make um, other types of sounds uh, like, uh, you know, you, you could take, uh, like I said to you, you, you can take doors that are slamming. Um, you can even, you know, uh, take the rubber from a balloon and kind of like a squeak it a little bit, that kind of, or you can take your fingers and put them on the chalkboard, that kind of like that shrill like that, that really like can get to people. And I think as long as it's done in fun, because sometimes Halloween can be too much for some people. Um, and I get that. So I think we have to be mindful of others around us, elders, and even people who are same age and younger. Maybe people don't want those sounds. So then we have to be respectful of that. Uh, you know, and, and what's going on, um, you know, people might say, oh, you know, I had enough Halloween. So respect that and, and go spook somebody else. Um, you know, when we think about scaring somebody, it's that moment of surprise, right? Whether you're watching that uh, thriller or that trailer on TV before the movie starts, or you're watching this murder story or this real intense adventure movie and you know there's a murder scene in it you're like and like and like you're gonna flip the channel back and forth like because you're not sure what's happening like, dun, 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 like in jaws like you know something's gonna happen but you have no idea what's gonna happen so you're like uh like oh my gosh what's gonna happen and so you get a little scared more from the anticipation of it okay um, in horror, we have things like breathing, we have monster vocalizations, we have footsteps, uh, stabbing, slashing sounds, right? Um, you can even get music. Uh, you can use remote Bluetooth speakers and put them by your door and pipe things out. That's always, you know, very, very cool. But I think the biggest thing is to encourage you to be creative. And being creative is I think one of the best parts of Halloween is planning things out. And that brings me to my next point that's pretty amazing. And that is, are you handy? Then make your own do-it-yourself electronic show. So you can 
you know, uh, animate with lots of different things. Uh, you can use the Bluetooth. You can use apps. Uh, you can use home automation. Uh, you can use um, like all little crazy things. And I think the one of my favorites is this this bot, which actually presses. It's called SwitchBot. It can press a button. So you can get one of those things from your Halloween store. And it has a little button for demo mode where you put the button there and you put the switch button right there. And the finger kind of like the little lever just kind of pushes the button and stop, push it again. So I think that's really uh, pretty cool. So get creative this Halloween. I think that's probably the big thing I want to share with you. And uh, if I didn't tell you already, definitely go to BelieveMeChief.com. Go to John C. Morley's recent articles and check out my latest article that is just in time for your Halloween excitement. You know what that is, ladies and gentlemen? I'm going to share it with you. Yes, that is pretty amazing. This Halloween, I want you guys to all read my article entitled, ladies and gentlemen, you ready for it? AI tech for spooky style Halloween and beyond. So get creative, have fun this Halloween. That is very, 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 very important. Okay. I mean, so very important that you got to have fun in your life. All right. You got to have fun. All right. So let's talk about something else. It's one of my favorites. So you can animate with different types of systems. Um, you can use remote controls. Uh, you can use uh, outlets that can be trolled through an app on your phone. You can link them to a home automation app. Some of them are even free. You can use like a Raspberry Pi. You can do that. Um, why not try a Halloween chatbot to welcome your website visitors for maybe the day of Halloween or a day or two on your company website, put a Halloween chatbot and have it be themed around Halloween. You can have it look like Halloween. It could be a certain character like, uh, the Reaper or it could be, uh, Joe, the pumpkin or, um, Peter, the helpful pumpkin. I mean, just some ideas, right? And um, you can even have it answer things in a Halloween style. Uh, something like, you know, trick or treat. This is Peter Pumpkin, the helpful. This trick or treat. Uh, this is Peter, the helpful pumpkin. What can I assist you with today? And so you can make it themed around that. Um, well, I don't think we have any of those here uh, in our pumpkin field. If you like, I could take your information and we can order some. And when they uh, come into the fields, we'll give you a call. So they can have it like that theme. You get my idea. So I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I know this show's a little longer today, but I do want to cover a lot of great stuff. So are you wondering, friends, what to wear this Halloween? Most people don't want to go out for Halloween. You know why? It's because they don't know what to wear. And they're embarrassed. They might look stupid or their friends might think they look stupid. So why not use a... AI uh, costume generator. It'll give you ideas of what you can be. You can give it some ideas as well, and it can suggest things. You can refine it, and you'll have a one-of-a-kind idea for something that might fit your personality. The most important thing, ladies and gentlemen, is you know, Halloween started over 2,000 years ago. But I think we have to realize one important thing, and that is the fact that Halloween is here so we can have fun. Uh, if scaring is fun for you, great. If it's not, then don't be a part of that. 
Um, you know, maybe you want to go out and trick or treat. But if you don't, there's lots of other things you can do, like scare yourself, scare others. But be mindful and be respectful because not everyone is going to embrace the concept of Halloween. In fact, they're probably going to tell you, just go away. All right. So this has been an amazing show, ladies and gentlemen. And I am so grateful to you guys to have you paying attention and have you being here with me that it's absolutely amazing. And thank you so much uh, for watching. I hope you have a very happy healthy, and if you want, a very spooky and mysterious Halloween. I am John C. Morley, serial entrepreneur, your podcast host, and your podcast coach. It has been an amazing privilege, a pleasure, and honor to be with you this fantastic, yes, Friday, October 27th. I hope this is one of the best Halloweens for you ever. And I also hope you'll check out all my amazing content at BelieveMeAchieve.com and make the choice. Click on the PayPal link, buy my team and I, a cup of coffee. How about a pumpkin pie, a pecan pie, or perhaps a bag of candy? Either way, we'll be grateful with those pennies and dollars you invest into us. We'll put into new hardware, new technology, new equipment, new software, even new facilities to give you the most jaw-dropping motivational content to empower you to have an amazing life. Thus, happy, healthy, amazing, abundant Halloween. And if you want it to be, I hope it's a happy, healthy, scary, and mysterious Halloween that definitely keeps you on the edge of your chair. Have yourself a great rest of your week. And you know I won't see you to Halloween unless you catch any of my other shows. Happy Halloween, everyone. <laughs> I gotta go. I've gotta go figure out who I'm gonna scare. But I'm not gonna tell you who. And you better not either. See you guys soon. Be well, okay?